0: So now I do have a very serious question, and it's something that I think everyone is really, really focused on and want to know about. Could you tell us once and for all, is a tooth very real? You are listening to Living in English three sixty-five by Paradigm English. Welcome to episode sixty-two, where we learn how to go to the dentist. Paradigm English. Hello, 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 and welcome. I am Ashley Roan, your host, and I am the owner of ParadigmEnglish.com. So if you're new here, welcome, first of all. But today is going to be kind of a special episode and it's going to be part of the series that I've been doing over the past couple of months, where I'm having discussions with different people to help you with your listening skills and listening to different accents and of course, ways that people speak. Today is a very special treat because I am talking to a dentist. Well, actually, she's not the dentist, but she runs the whole show. So um, I am talking to Teresa from Dental32. 32. Dental32 32 is located in downtown Oklahoma City and the Deep Deuce area. And they've been around for about seven years, but they're very amazing. Like they really are fantastic. They are my dentist and um, I love them so much that I wanted to bring some special insights to you. So this mostly came about because I did have a friend who uh, was having a tooth issue and it reminded me like, oh my gosh, this is something that, you know, a lot of people could actually benefit from Um And something I feel like I don't remember ever learning in any language class or school that I have ever been to in my whole life. So I'm going to be talking to Teresa today, helping you become normalized, I suppose you would call it, and maybe less anxious when you go to the dentist. So she and I are talking about a lot of different things, but mainly I'm asking questions um, like, What can you expect when you first go to the dentist? What is it like, especially if you've never been to the dentist or you've never been in the United States, maybe it's a little bit different. And because dental 32 is superb at customer service, I can guarantee you, you've never had a positive dental experience until you've gone to dental 32. So keep that in mind going forward. Also, um, because i'm just kind of a kooky fun person i always like to throw in some random questions and so she she's answering those questions and god bless her for that (laughs) so um you'll find all of the details or the deets about her dental 32 and how you can get in touch with them below Fine. So if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about you and Dental32, please. Yeah. So
1: I am the director of operations here at Dental32. Um, and Steve Ch- Dr. Steve Trong is my husband. Um, and so when we created this practice, um, what, gosh, seven years ago, um, we really honed in on building a office that was really centered around the patient experience, um, and helping patients, you know, make oral health, uh, their priority. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how we've kind of built this practice is just to center around that, that patient experience, because for a lot of, for a lot of people going to the dentist, isn't, can be, can be unpleasant, you know? Mm -hmm. So we really kind of wanted to change that perception of, uh, dentistry.
0: And thank you for that. You guys, I, I I wasn't one of the ones that hated going to the dentist as a kid. I was, like, always excited to go. I would rather go to the dentist than the doctor. And um, actually I actually wanted to be a dentist when I was a kid. But my mom has had the exact opposite. She hates going to the dentist, and she literally freaks out. Um, and she's also a patient there. I've, I've convinced her to go there. So Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I hope
1: that she has enjoyed it, or at least it has been, like, the least – you know, anxiety-driven appointments for. Her.
0: <laughs> I I think somewhat. I mean, but still, she's like, ah, freaks out. But right, yeah. She she does go there now, and I did not know you guys had been in practice for seven years. I've been there for seven, probably about like maybe six at this point. But yeah. Oh yes, yeah. so you you
1: you know you're definitely one of the early ones then. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, and I I you know one thing that I always when I recommend this out to people and, and like family or friends or even some of my students is that I, I really do feel that um, you guys are centered around the patient experience. And that's what really keeps, at least me keep coming back. Plus of course the good service, but um, what else do you that's, think really? Oh, good. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I was just saying that's so good to hear, you know, because um, it, it's, it can be hard sometimes, you know, to, um, to really continue to get, everybody, um, to focus and continue to focus on that, you know, because it's, I I will say, I I think, uh, not every practice, uh, focuses on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and Mm -hmm. so it can be, it can be hard to garner everybody to, to, to do that, um, a hundred percent of the time. And so, you know, we certainly do our very best to, to do that, um, and really building all of our systems and, how we operate around that patient experience. And so I'd probably say that's the biggest thing that kind of sets us us apart, I think, from other dental
0: practices. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You guys are killing the customer. customer Thank you. you Thank you. You you guys are like, I haven't had all the procedures done there, but you guys do all of the treatments and procedures at Dental 32, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so our dentists here are general dentists, um which means that they are skilled and trained in just about any dental procedure there is. Um you know, obviously if they uh run into something that is very involved in any specific area, then they may refer out to like a specialty uh, far, uh specialty dentist. Mm-hmm. Um but otherwise, they are skilled and trained to do everything. Um so you know, within their uh, comfort zone, they will certainly do anything and everything.
0: And so whenever, if I had a student that's just coming in and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe they're from overseas, um, they've only been here a couple of months and their English is is not up to where they would like it to be. Yeah. Could you walk us through the process that they would go through for a typical like routine cleaning and checkup?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, of course it would first start with, uh, just a call to the dental visit mm-hmm. to, um, you know, get a little bit of information from them. Um, uh, we typically like to know, uh, what their dental history looks like just so that we kind of have an idea, um, of what to expect on their very first visit. Um, and so it just starts with that phone call and making that, uh, first appointment. And then, Uh, once you, the, the, uh, patient comes through the door, it's, um, uh, meeting with one of the providers. Um, typically, you know, if there's no pain or anything like that, we'll get them in for a cleaning first, get them all nice and clean. Um, if there's some pain and discomfort that's happening, then maybe we'll get them their first visit might be with the dentist first, um, to really kind of take care and manage, uh, whatever is causing that pain. Um, but what they can expect uh, when seeing either one of those providers, either a hygienist or a dentist, is, um, you know, just just friendly service, really just getting to know the patient, you know, like what, what issues they're having, and then also just them as a person. Um, we, we really um, find it important to just know people on a humanistic level um, and seeing, you know, how we can help them reach their goals uh, from an oral health standpoint.
0: Excellent. And listeners, they really do mean this. I am a <laughs> patient there, and this is absolutely what happened. And and, and your husband's actually my dentist. So oh, good. Yes, yes. Uh, my mom has Dr. Liu, and once I did have Dr. Liu, and he told me a fun dentist joke. Do you have any dental jokes? That-
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know if I have any dental jokes at all. I am... <laughs> I'm terrible at just there is nothing coming to my mind right now. No, it's
0: totally fine. He said one and I thought it was funny, although your husband, he jokes around some, but um yeah. the one thing that I always <laughs> I always remember is this time I went in there and he had a black eye and I thought oh. you remember this time, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do very vividly. <laughs> and I just remember he was like, Oh yeah, you know, my wife told me not to go. <laughs> I am surprised he didn't say, you should see her face. No, no, no. He was totally no. ashamed. His head dropped and everything. Like I wasn't That is to- so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, he usually would joke around about stuff like that. But no, it's so funny because that was a time where his sister's wedding was that weekend. And so I said, oh, I don't even have to say anything. Your mama's going to say something.
0: <laughs> exactly. Just sit back and wait for that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That makes it so much better. I mean, we're, we're poking fun at his discomfort, but that was hysterical. I will never yes. forget
1: that. <laughs> yes, I love it. He nice. would laugh about it as well, for sure.
0: Oh gosh. Um, so, is there a question that you guys usually get asked the most? Um, like, from, st- yeah. not pa- I want to say students, but patients. Patients,
1: yeah. You know, we, they, they get asked quite a bit of questions, but i would probably say, like, the one most common question that we get is, like, why do I need this treatment if it doesn't hurt? <laughs> right? Um, Which I I think that's a very logical question. Um, But, you know, one of the things that we we try to do is educate patients on the need to really catch disease in its early stage, right? That's really the goal is to try to catch it in its early stage to prevent any uh, further damage to the teeth or to the gums. And then also, cause sometimes, you know, that could lead to uh, infection in the bloodstream and that can lead to other things that's happening in the body. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's very much the way that we kind of compare it to is like, you know, if if you're diagnosed with cancer, you want to be able to catch that in its early stages um, exactly. before it starts to, you know, infects or uh, affect the rest of your body. Um, so that's, That's that's what our goal is, is to really catch disease early and fix it um, and restore it before it can cause further damage.
0: Exactly. So students, go to the dentist. Yes. Go to the dentist (laughs) and go to mine when you're in OKC at Dental 32. Now, um, when we talk about disease, let's go a little bit more into that because that will be one of our vocabulary words for this week. So is there like a top two dental disease that you could um, just give us a general overview about? We don't have to get deep into science, of course.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd probably say uh, gum disease mm. is something that we see um, quite frequently or gingivitis is another kind of name for it. Gingivitis is just inflammation of the gums. But um, there's certainly uh, something that we we see fairly uh, fairly often, especially if Patients haven't been to the dentist in several years. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll see uh, some gum disease possibly starting to form. Um, And so I'd probably say that's the most common um, disease, if you will, uh, of the mouth that we see.
0: Okay. And like about how often should a student or anybody, not just a student, come Mm -hmm. for a dental checkup?
1: Yeah, it really depends on each patient's oral health status. But for those with a healthy mouth, um, it's really recommended uh, to go to the dentist two times a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really just to make sure that we um, are getting our teeth professionally cleaned by the hygienist. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sometimes even if we're really good at maintaining, um, our cleaning and brushing our teeth and flossing our teeth at home. um, sometimes our, our ability, we just can't get to all of those places, Mm -hmm. right? Even if we're really good and do it twice a day or three times a day, in some cases, um, we still can't get to all of those nooks and crannies. And so, um, going to the dentist twice a year at minimum to get, uh, your teeth professional cleaned, um, helps to ensure that we're getting into all of those little areas that we might not be able to get to at home. Um, so like like I said, for a healthy mouth, recommended twice a year. If it's not a healthy mouth, then uh, the recommendation may be to come even more often than
0: that. Wonderful. And so let's, let's talk a little bit more about flossing, because that is also part of our vocabulary yeah. this week, um, and toothbrushes. So first of all, soft or hard bristles, is there like really... Does it really matter? Like when you go to the store, right? Of course, it's difficult looking at all those different ones. Which one should a student choose?
1: Yeah, I don't know that it really matters. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, if you've got sensitive uh, teeth or sensitive gums, and maybe you want to go, you know, more with the soft, I think it just is patient preference. Um, the, the biggest thing is really to ensure that we, uh, the the brushing aspect of it and the mechanical, you um, just removing of the of the food and drinks that's on our teeth you know um and making sure that we're we're able to remove those things so that it doesn't start to eat through you know the teeth that's really the main goal of uh of brushing um and so as long as we're as long as we're brushing, I don't really think it matters as far as like
0: soft or hard bristles. Wonderful. What about manual or electric toothbrushes? Yeah,
1: that's a that's a great question. Uh, you know, if uh, if patients can afford it, electronic toothbrushes have been shown to be better mm-hmm. at removing te- uh, plaque from the teeth mm-hmm. um, than the the manual hand brushing. But obviously, you know, if if patients can't afford the electronic toothbrush. Manual hand brushing is better than nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if you can't afford the electronic toothbrushes, they have been shown to, to remove plaque better
0: than the other. Is there like a standard time that folks should be brushing their teeth two three minutes at a time or something?
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's about two, two minutes, two to three minutes. Yeah. yeah, You you hit it right on the head. Um, and the, your electronic toothbrushes will certainly time that for you, which is another really cool thing about electronic toothbrushes. Um, and, uh, a lot of times now too, they've got the tracking ability, um, that will show you exactly how long it took you to brush your teeth Um, and some technology will even show you maybe some uh, the areas that you did brush and maybe the areas that you missed so technology is certainly um, catching up with those toothbrushes to really help us um, in our abilities to maintain our oral health at home
0: oh wow that's like blowing my mind I did not know Mm -hmm. that last time I used electronic toothbrush I mean it was ages ago and it was not Mm -hmm. cool right
1: (laughs) yes technology is certainly catching up in that realm
0: Grief. Um so this is just a random, random question since we're talking about toothbrushes. Um if you were stranded on a desert island, would you rather A have a toothbrush or B have floss? Oh,
1: that's a good <laughs> question. You know, I would probably have a toothbrush mm-hmm. um versus floss just because I could cover more surface area. Mm-hmm. With uh, a toothbrush, uh, then floss. But that, I mean, that's a hard, that's a hard decision, a hard you one, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really need both, but <laughs> if I had to choose one. <laughs> right. At least get the brushing in there. Maybe you could, now you couldn't even take a little bristle off and floss, but. Um... Well, you know, maybe I could
1: find something, uh, mm-hmm. you know, something on the island that's like thin enough
0: and long enough. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I don't really know how you would make like a toothbrush. I don't know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know what? Let's, let's, let's do some more of that. Like, um, another random question. This is, this, this really only has one answer. So choose well, (laughs) who is the goat, Michael Jordan or LeBron? Oh yeah, that's uh that's not even a question. It's my it's Michael Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> everyone out there, it is not LeBron. It is. Yeah.
1: It is, it is it Michael is. Jordan. No doubt, hands yeah. down.
0: Hands down. Exactly. Yeah. That's and awesome. if you
1: haven't and if you haven't seen The Last Dance, watch The Last Dance and
0: you'll know why. <laughs> I have Okay, tell us about that cuz I didn't actually watch it. I just heard people making this big hype and I was like, "No, I'm not going to watch it It's that. good.
1: It's okay. good. It really kind of tells you um you know why in was as successful as he was um, it's just this internal drive that he always has um, for himself and it's it's that creating hope um, and his ability to create hope within his team um, and internal conflicts so that they could rise above was it was phenomenal how he could do that and how he could pull that out of people and really pull the best of people Um, out of them. And every single teammate he had, they, you know, they, they talk about how he was able to bring out the absolute best in them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it just made sense as to why, you know, the bulls were the dynasty that they were. And uh, and it was really because of MJ um, and and his ability to do that.
0: Preach, preach, preach. I love him. I think there's even, um, my my brother was the basketball player. I play tennis, but I uh there's still some in somewhere in this house. I'm pretty sure there's a Michael Jordan poster hanging in the back of a closet. I remember seeing it. So. Oh, that's awesome. You should
1: save that. That'll be maybe worth something one day. Probably.
0: If you didn't take it <laughs> cuz it wasn't mine, but um, Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about basketball. So <laughs> <laughs> the greatest sport ever. And yeah. I know some people would say that that is soccer or football, but they be yeah. wrong. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so now I do have a very serious question, and it's something that I think everyone is really, really focused on and want to know about. Could you tell us once and for all, is a tooth very real? <laughs> <laughs>
1: The tooth fairy is real until they the kids figure it out. <laughs> that is my answer. Right now, for my kids, they the tooth fairy is still real.
0: The tooth fairy is still real. All right, guys, keep it out there. The tooth fairy is real. So, so if your kids are losing their teeth, it is the tooth fairy coming and leaving a special treat. Uh, money, that's right. Not candy, because we're talking to a dentist. But um, Yeah. <laughs> Um, but how does our how does our diet actually affect our teeth? yeah, so you know our
1: our diet really kind of depends on what we 're eating right so anything that um is really high in sugar or high in acid mm. um so you think about candy and you think about cokes um and mm. sodas you know um being high in sugar and acid, so any high in sugar and acid is uh is considered bad for your teeth, if you will, uh, just because it breaks down that enamel uh, that really protects um, our teeth and, and keeps our teeth healthy. Um, and then, you know, on the on the opposite side, you know, there are certain foods that that could be good for your teeth. Um, so anything that's really high in maybe calcium mm. um, can help to remineralize um, our teeth enamel that might have been broken down by those um, high. High sugar, high acid foods. Um, so that's kind of how our diet can affect our teeth. It's it's really whether it will we'll break down that uh, teeth enamel or not. And again, that enamel is so important uh, to keep the uh, uh, health of our teeth.
0: And so, just um, just question. Now, I know a couple of different cultures in this world. Maybe more than a couple. Um, they brush their teeth after every meal. Is that something that mm-hmm. we all should be doing or not?
1: You know, um, I think that if you, if you're a person who gets teeth or like food stuck in between your teeth often mm-hmm. um, after each meal, because, you know, some of us have those gaps in between our teeth that mm-hmm. just, you know, we'll just catch food all the time. Um, I, I think it's a good idea to to brush after each meal Um, it certainly doesn't hurt. Right. Right. Um, but the minimum recommendation is to really do it twice a day, um, at the, at the beginning and then at the end of every day. Um, but you know, if, if people can, can do it after each meal, um, it's certainly more helpful, um, because it's, you know, it doesn't allow like that food to just sit there, you know, on next to or on your teeth, Mm -hmm. um, causing that possible erosion. So, it's certainly a good thing.
0: Keep it up, guys. So keep it yeah. up. Keep it up is what we're saying here. Now, Yes. Um, I don't know if you really have like an answer to this, and I'm not saying endorse these, but I know when I lived in another country and, and maybe your parents experienced this too when they first arrived, like there are so many brands out there and you have absolutely no idea, especially if your language isn't strong enough to be yeah. able to decide, is this one good or not? Are there yeah. any like maybe top two or or so brands that you absolutely recommend for your patients?
1: You know, we don't really have particular brands that we ever recommend, honestly. Um, It's just one of those things that we're like, as long as the the outcome is being met, right? And so the outcome is really ensuring that we remove any sugar substances or acidic substances off of our teeth, um, off of the front and the back and in between our teeth. Um, so as long as you've got a toothbrush that's doing that job, mm-hmm. um, then we're meeting what we need to meet. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know in a lot of other countries, they don't actually put fluoride into the water. Do we actually mm. do that in the United States or in Oklahoma? Maybe not the whole country.
1: Um, you know, in the United States, we typically have some, some fluoride in our water. Um, and I think it also depends on kind of where you are as to like the amount of fluoride that might be in our water. Um, fluoride is certainly a good thing, uh, for our teeth. Um, and so we, we typically recommend that, uh, patients use toothpaste that has fluoride in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because oftentimes, you know, especially nowadays, when most people are drinking bottled water, um, we're not getting that fluoride that that we need to really keep our our teeth um, healthy. Um, And so we recommend, you know, the toothpaste with fluoride in it um, so that it can help to protect our teeth.
0: Excellent. Um, What about teeth grinding? I did have one question about that. Um, Like exactly... What is grinding? (laughs) Yeah, let me rephrase that. What is teeth grinding, and why is it bad for your smile?
1: Yeah, so really, teeth grinding is like when your jaw muscles really force your teeth to come together um, in a way that causes like your teeth to wear down and in some cases break. Um, And you know that can obviously really affect your smile, um, just depending on how much it is that your grinding and just how strong those, uh, those muscles are in forcing your teeth together, you know, and oftentimes that grinding happens um, at night and you don't even really notice it, mm-hmm. you know, um, oftentimes we're having to ask like the significant other, you know, whether grinding is occurring. So.
0: Exactly. So this is another reason why you need to be doing your, if not twice a year you know, more mm-hmm. more recent than that, checkups with your dentist to make sure and monitor that.
1: Um, That's right. Yeah, because oftentimes they can see that the grinding is occurring because um, you can just sometimes see it in just looking at the teeth. Um, so uh, even if it doesn't, hasn't caused pain yet, um, sometimes they can catch that.
0: Excellent. And what about sensitive teeth? I, um, I would imagine that would make your teeth sensitive if it's strong enough to... Right. Yes,
1: certainly. It could, it could get to a point where it certainly causes uh, some sensitivity. Um, and just as far as sensitivity itself, um, uh, the, the definition of sensitivity to the teeth is really just any sort of pain or discomforts. Uh, As a result of like certain stimuli, such as, you know, cold or hot temperatures, Mm -hmm. um, like cold or hot foods or cold or hot drinks, um, even, you know, things that are really sweet. Um, So that's how I would probably say or define sensitivity to the teeth. If you if people are starting to notice pain or discomfort with any of those things, then you probably have some teeth sensitivity. Um, And we would probably recommend to go to the dentist just to see you know, what is the cause of the sensitivity? And let's, let's get that fixed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. It's a, it's kind of scary if you think about it, but, um, so I'm not sure. I can't remember back that far, but do dentists like go into schools where there are some kids and do some work? Cause I remember like there was an audiologist or somebody that did that. Do dentists yeah. actually do the same thing?
1: We do. Yeah. Um, during career day, usually, um, the, uh, I know for us here, we've gone to our local elementary school here, um, on an annual basis mm-hmm. um, in the kindergarten class, actually, oh. maybe it's a pre-K class, one of the two, um, to just talk about, uh, dentistry, um, and teeth and oral health is basically, uh, the big focus there is to teach the kids while they're young, you know, what is, what is the proper oral health um, so that we can help them to learn good habits um, as they're growing up and as they start to get those adult teeth in? Because during that time is when they start to, you know, lose some of that baby teeth and start to get adult teeth in. And once those adult teeth come in, that's kind of their last set of teeth, right? Mm-hmm. So we, um, so we really kind of educate them on that and then how to properly take care of them um, to keep them as healthy as possible throughout their life. Um, so yeah, we certainly, um, go in there, uh, the, uh, local elementary school and do some education on teeth, oral, oral hygiene, and then also just the the career of dentistry in general.
0: That's precious. I wish I had that in school. We did not have that. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So, you know, some folks have their kids in school now at what age should they bring them in to see you all?
1: Yeah, so um, according to the American Dental Association, children should see their dentist when their first tooth comes in for a couple of reasons. The first reason and the main reason is to provide proper instructions and education to the parents Mm -hmm. on how to Um, properly take care of the teeth and prevent any uh, sort of issues to those baby teeth as they're growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really kind of uh, depends on from, you know, families to family, depending on, you know, what the baby is eating, how the baby is eating, you know, that type of stuff. So uh, first and foremost, to receive proper instructions and education on how to care for those teeth coming in. Um, And then secondly, um, to really get the child, used to coming to the dentist um, right. twice a year so that, you know, when that time comes, when they do have a cavity or something like that, that they're not fearful. Right. Right. Um, so again, trying to kind of change that perspective of dentistry um, to being enjoyable um, instead of
0: dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, which a lot of people need because it can be scary and like, right. All this whirling noises and points. Absolutely. Things, totally, yeah. Totally get it. Um, so what if a parent has a, a child's baby tooth that's coming out, should they help them pull it out?
1: Yeah. You know, I think it depends on what is causing the tooth, tooth of the teeth to become loose. Uh, most of the time it's okay to help pull it out if it is part of that natural process in which that tooth is coming out. So that the adult tooth can come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would probably say and recommend uh, consulting with a dentist if it's loose for any other reasons,
0: you know what I mean? Right. Right. Of course. Cause you don't really know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. So final question. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are your top three tips for a better oral health and hygiene at home?
1: Top three tips. Well, um, I would probably say, Brush your teeth twice a day. Floss <laughs> your teeth twice a day. And really try to minimize the, um, the sugar and acid intake in your health or your, in your diet, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably the top three things that you could really do at home to uh, maintain good oral health um, and prevent any issues from happening. Um, so those were our top three tips.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I don't think I'm flossing twice a day. I need to do better. Don't tell my dentist, but
1: (laughs) I think that's most people not gonna lie. That
0: is me too. (laughs) So don't feel bad. (laughs) Shame has been averted. (laughs) Teresa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, Absolutely. Guys, remember dental 32 here in Oklahoma city, you guys are, where are you guys located? Exactly.
1: We are located in the Deep Deuce area, mm-hmm. um, and you can certainly just find our exact location at Dental32OKC.com.
0: Wonderful. All right, guys, that is all the time that we have for today. A big round of applause to Teresa. Thank
1: you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate talking to you. I, I thank you
0: so much. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Living in English 365 podcast. Be sure to check the description below for all resources and links. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share this with your friends. Paradigm English